It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies. At CDWG, we get that migrating your agency to a hyper-converged infrastructure is challenging. Like me switching to decaf. Gotta do it, don't wanna do it, but gotta do it. Whoa, slow down, friend. CDWG's experts can help simplify your transition from legacy to hyper-converged infrastructure with Dell EMC solutions that offer speed and agility. Do it, do it. Have you done it? Is it done yet? Why isn't it done yet? IT orchestration by CDWG. People who get it. Find out more at cdwg.com slash EMC. Thanks for coming in, Mr. Mahoney. Do you have your member ID card? Yep, I have it right here in the FEP Blue app. See? Great. It's awesome. The app can also help me find a provider and keep tabs on my deductibles. Okay, can I... Oh, yeah, and my out-of-pocket spending and visit limits, and I can call the nurse line. I'm really glad it does all that, but I only need to see your member ID card. Oh, that's it? Why didn't you say so? Fearless is just one tap away. With the new FEP Blue app from Blue Cross and Blue Shield, you can access your health benefits on the go. Download it now at fepblue.org slash app. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast. It's Monday. A lot to get to. Thank you for joining us. Please subscribe, audioboom.com, iTunes, at Locked On Bengals, at James Erpine on Twitter. So much to get to. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. If you missed last week's shows, well... There's a lot you missed. Go back, listen to them. Interesting tidbits on Tyler Boyd, Tyler Eifert, Cedric Abwehi, the whole Pac-Man Jones incident, a look at A.J. McCarron's trade value, and so much more. Plus, who's the Bengals' defensive MVP? It's probably Vontez Perfect, Geno Atkins. I asked Joe Goodberry, and he, he joined me all last week to discuss all those topics, and want to give Joe a shout-out. He... And his wife gave birth or had a baby girl yesterday. So uh, that's their third child. Congratulations, Joe. We're going to push off our weekly or or daily wrap-up of the 2016 season for a little bit. Have Joe do his thing at being a a new dad now for the the third time over. And good luck getting sleep, by the way, Joe, if you're listening to this. So, Joe, join us. We'll probably talk draft and stuff with him in the upcoming weeks. And speaking of the draft... I wanted to talk about it because over the weekend, and I don't know if you follow him on Twitter, but Josh Norris is a really good Twitter follow when it comes to the draft and other things like that. Works for Roto World, NBC Sports, covers the draft, et cetera, et cetera. And he was tweeting. uh, He he was tweeting about Deshaun Kaiser, and and he was showing me different plays and different things he had done. And they're – our videos and stuff, so check that out, at Josh Norris on Twitter. But but I was looking, and I was watching, and I even tweeted Joe about this. Uh, I was like, man, Kaiser is doing things that Andy Dalton doesn't do. Deshaun Kaiser from Notre Dame, and, and like I said, I'm going to do I'm writing a column for it right now on ESPN 153700 WLW. I expect that to be up tomorrow. And here's the thing. I'm not locked in on Deshaun Kaiser. Maybe I will be. It's still January. February is my month to really dive into the draft and look at these prospects. And I give my guys that I really like, you know, in the past I've whiffed. I I, I liked Manziel because I thought he he was a playmaker and he clearly couldn't keep his head in it off the field. I liked Bridgewater. I liked a guy I really liked, Tyron Matthew. 
So uh, th- there are guys I've had hits, I've had misses, like Coleman, Corey Coleman last year. The Bengals obviously didn't get him. And I, I will go over those as, as I get to it. And, and, and I have some interesting thoughts so far on, on a few players I have watched. But one is Kaiser, and, and I watched him some after Josh Norris sent out these tweets, and I'm like, man, this guy has ability that Andy Dalton just doesn't have. And I've talked about it some, and I talked about it during the season, and I remember during the bye, I did a podcast right here on Locked on Bengals, and I said, look, this is how the Bengals are going to get to the playoffs. They're going to get to the playoffs with stellar quarterback play. If Andy plays great, they will make a run. If he doesn't, they won't. It's that simple. Because when things are crumbling around quarterbacks in the NFL, they can make up for it with great play. With a great throw here, with a scramble there. And I know it wasn't all on Andy this year, and that's not what I'm saying. But we know what Andy's ceiling is. And what I want from the Bengals, and I said it the day after the season ended, I don't want them to be loyal this offseason. I don't want them to be loyal to A.J. McCarron or Domata Pecco or Vontez Perfect or Adam Jones or Jay Kirkpatrick or Andrew Whitworth. No, I want them to get the best team on the field. And that also includes Andy Dalton. I want the Bengals to be at least open to the idea, open to upgrading the quarterback position, because there are upgrades available. There are upgrades that they could make, whether it's through the draft, whether it's through free agency. I want them to do whatever it takes to get better at every position. That includes trading A.J. McCarron. That includes being open to trading up, trading down in the draft. That includes any free agents, including the big ones that I've named, like the Sean Jackson, et cetera, et cetera. That includes drafting a running back in the first round, which no one seems to be a fan of. I don't care. What's going to make Andy Dalton the best quarterback he can be? Or what's what quarterback is going to make the Bengals the best team they can be? That's what I want. Literally, you could tell me right now that the Bengals draft a quarterback in the first round with the ninth pick, and I would be on board. Because quarterback is the position. And here, I'll, I'll go to say this. The Bengals, I guarantee you they should, 100% in my mind, believe that they should draft a quarterback this season. Th- this draft, right now. This draft in April. And, and whether that's first round, second round, third round, fourth round, fifth round, I don't care. I think that quarterback is so valuable that what if you do hit the home run? Fifth round picks bust all the time. Sixth round picks bust all the time. Third round picks bust all the time. What if you find a Russell Wilson? What if you find a Dak Prescott? What if you find, heck, a Tony Romo? A guy that is can change your organization. The Bengals don't need to get Andrew Luck or Tom Brady. We've been in a division. The Bengals have been in a division with a Hall of Fame quarterback in, in Ben Roethlisberger. In Roethlisberger's in an era, he's played, and he wasn't even a top three quarterback. Big Ben literally in his era, went up, and Favre was better. Rodgers was better. Manning, as in Peyton, better. Tom Brady, better. So you, as a Hall of Famer, he's not even, he might be fifth. Fifth. If you put Favre and Rodgers together. Like, whoa. And to me, that shows you how great the quarterback position, how important it is. Look at those franchises, Green Bay, playoffs every year, Super Bowl contenders every year, even with a depleted roster. Brady, Super Bowl contenders every single year. Manning, same thing. But you don't need that with this roster because you have A.J. Green. To me, Andy Dalton is a C-plus, B-minus quarterback. He's average to slightly above average. C-plus is above average. 
Barely, but it is, right? So if you look at it, why not being open to above average? Why not draft a guy that maybe or be open to be open to drafting a guy? Again, you don't just go draft a guy to draft a guy because he's a quarterback. Be open to taking a player that you feel like has all the physical, mental tools to be a top eight quarterback. That if he reaches his full potential, he could be much better than Andy Dalton. To me, I saw flashes of that from Deshaun Kaiser. I've seen flashes of that from Watson, from Clemson, Deshaun Watson. So I'm not saying the Bengals should take one of these guys. I'm simply saying they should be open to taking one of these guys. Because quarterback is the most valuable position in sports, period. Not even close. I would give up the entire Bengals draft this year for Andrew Luck. I would give up the entire draft for Aaron Rodgers and Dalton. Right now. Boom. Because that's what elite quarterback play does. I, I, I've said the analogy a, bunch, a, a thousand times. Hell, I even heard Colin Cowherd say it. And I don't know if I stole it from him or he happened to use my analogy because uh, he's really good at him. But quarterback play, great quarterback play is like makeup. It hides your flaws as a team. It hides the flaws. Bengals, they're a flawed team. They can address those flaws in a variety of ways. One way is building around Andy. Another is being open, just open, to the idea of drafting a quarterback that could potentially be better long-term than Andy Dalton, whether that's in the first round, second round, third round, fourth round, et cetera, and so on, I'm open to, and I think Bengals fans should be open to that too. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast at James Rapine on Twitter. Also on Twitter at Locked On Bengals. Thank you for listening. And that's the thing is like the A.J. McCarron thing. Everyone's like, oh, first rounder. Yeah, get a first rounder for A.J. McCarron. Nope. Not happening. You ain't getting a first round pick for A.J. McCarron. I, I, I watched four minutes of Deshaun Kaiser. I'll take his upside. I watched Deshaun Watson. I'll take his upside. I haven't watched Mitch Trubisky yet. Like, to me, A.J. McCarron's upside is Andy Dalton. Like, on his best day, he will be, because he's not, like, he's not great running the ball. He's kind of slow. He's not super, super huge arm. Pocket thrower, average arm talent, little taller than Andy. I mean, that's it. So it could be Andy Dalton, but he's clutch. Okay, that's fine. Maybe he's clutch. Maybe he is clutch, um, but he's not getting a first-round pick. The Bengals aren't getting a first-round pick in return, and if they do, it's a steal. I just don't see it happening. I think a second-round pick, especially like John Lynch was GM now, named GM of the San Francisco 49ers. Let's say they're interested, and obviously they have a high second-round pick. Let's say they want to give up that round-two pick for A.J. McCarron. Boom! Let's do it! Sign me up right now. Sign me up. And I know... I spent the first seven minutes of this podcast talking about, oh, well, you know, the Bengals should be open to drafting a quarterback in round one. And then you're going to say, well, James, if they take a first-round pick and use it on a quarterback, why not trade Andy? I, It's not going to happen. You know, I don't think they're going to take a quarterback in the first round. I think they should be open to it. I'm not sure they will be, one. Two, I don't think they would ever trade Andy. Absolutely. Again, I'm about getting better everywhere. 
every single spot that you can upgrade, do it somehow. And quarterback is the top spot. It's the the toughest position in sports, and it's also the one where an upgrade goes the farthest. You know, like baseball, you can have two or three great hitters, but you need a bunch around those great hitters, including pitching and bullpen and for, for it to work. Football, you get a great quarterback, your whole team. Like the Colts, they're awful. Their personnel, awful. Offensive line, bad. Defense, brutal. And yet Andrew Luck somehow carried them to eight wins. That's a three-win team with Andy Dalton, maybe four, in a bad division. That roster's brutal, okay? They're, it's awful. Bad coach, awful GM, owner's weird. Like, they're blessed because they got Andrew Luck. Quarterback play goes a long way in the NFL. So if you think that a wide receiver could help Andy be better or an offensive lineman could help Andy stay upright or a running back could help balance out the, the, the offense and help the offensive line, et cetera, et cetera, or a, def- a pass rusher can help get to the passer and help the offense because they won't have to score as many points. You're right about all those things. But a quarterback can do all of that and more. Like, all of that and more. Andy Dalton in the pocket this year was shaky and he was getting hit, and, and part of it was the offensive line, but part of it was on him. The dude just took three sacks in the Pro Bowl, okay? He took three sacks in the Pro Bowl. And I'm not using the Pro Bowl as an example, but I'm saying that Andy Dalton took sacks that he didn't have to take this season. Andy Dalton threw away the ball that other quarterbacks wouldn't have to throw away this year. I didn't see that from Deshaun Kaiser when I watched him. I saw him move up in the pocket, move around in the pocket, run. He's physically more gifted than Andy. So now if you go through your, your evaluation process and you realize that he can be Tony Romo, that he can be Phillip Rivers, that he can be a guy that's top eight in the league at his ceiling, at his peak, if you're the Bengals, to me, you have no choice but to make a move like that. It's unprecedented. It's not something they do. But to me, if you can get better at the best position in football, the best position really in sports that, that can just be a game changer, you have to consider it. And that's why I want the Bengals to be open to it. That's why teams should be in the market for a guy like A.J. McCarron because, well, he would be an upgrade. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine. Thank you for listening. As always, we're going to dive more and more into the draft as the week rolls on February and moving forward. We're doing free agency draft, and we will also recap the defense. We'll, we'll do that, whether it's with Joe or somebody else. I know we got most of the defensive done. Uh, we still have a few uh, members of the secondary to get to. So we will do that at some point here. Again, congratulations to Joe Goodberry. Just had a daughter, his third child, and uh, yeah, hopefully uh, I hear everybody's doing well. So that's good. He will join us at some point in the future. But tomorrow we will continue to talk draft kind of philosophy, draft philosophy, because, again, I will dive into, and more with draft experts, but I will dive into who I like, who I don't like in February, mid-February, and we will go from there. Until tomorrow, I'm James Erpine. Thank you for listening. Subscribe, like, share. Audioboom.com iTunes. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Thank you for listening. Did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first-round wild card exit of epic proportions? Did you think that 
the Reds hitting would come around with the signings that they made last offseason. Are you wondering who is asking you all of these questions? Hi, my name is Jeff Carr, and I host the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Throughout the offseason, I'm going to take a look at these Reds, how they fix what didn't work in 2020, and how they continue their success in 2021. But wait, there's more. I'll also have interesting interviews with players, writers, and everyone in between talking about the Cincinnati Reds. Come join me on the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day.